This is Chris. And this is Andrew. And welcome to Video Games Cover to Cover. Today, we are going to be discussing Papers, Please. Another, much like FTL, this is another uh, game we're planning on doing a one-shot of. But unlike FTL, it's very, very different in terms of the game is almost exclusively about the story and even more than that, the feeling it provides rather than the gameplay of it, whereas FTL was very much the opposite and was pretty much exclusively about the gameplay. And and so because of that, I, I will say at least playing it, you know, the whole point of this is this podcast is for people to play the games with us. And so I, I would really say, you know, you, you want to play the game and you want to kind of experience the game as, you know, kind of before you start to listen, because it's one of those things where in this game, the gameplay is relatively light. You know, you're it's more about making decisions along the way, because in this game, the 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 premise is that you are. A, you are picked for in the Arstotskin lottery to become a uh, border patrol. Well, not patrol, but a a border acceptance worker Inspector. type person. Yeah, and what you're doing is, you know, people are literally handing you their their papers, their passport identification if they happen to have it, if they're a citizen or whatnot, and then. You know, as the game progresses, there's more and more stuff you have to check. There's more and more dates and details, and eventually you have to give reasons for why things were a certain way. And it's the gameplay is very simple, but simple in a good way. It's one of those things where you're really just experiencing the story as it progresses. And it takes place over uh, 31 total days. Yeah, well, it could be shorter depending on the decisions you make because there's a, yeah. quite a few different endings. I think it's like 20. Um, there are actually 24, but several of them are quote-unquote secret. They're just like dying events. Yeah, but so the point is there's a lot of different ways the game can resolve. But yes, if you go all the way and get one of the endings that ends on the actual last day of the game, it is 31 days. Because mm-hmm. I know... I played through it uh, two or three times. Uh, I had already played it some before now, but I played through it a couple of times to get ready for this episode, and at least one of them ended in the teens. So, yeah, you can definitely have it go much shorter. The good news is, unlike FTL, you can revisit specific days. Yeah, and it actually uh, also creates a brand new... It creates a branch when you do that. Yeah, it's very good about letting you go back and explore different stuff without having to necessarily redo everything. And um, I guess the one thing I would say on that is it's not particularly clear what each of these branches is going to lead to even after it's over. So you kind of have to click around a little bit as it starts to fill in. But overall, it is much nicer than just making you redo everything every time. Yeah, especially if you had a couple of good sections when you're starting out because it's you really, when I first started playing the game, I I kind of had a terrible time. And and, and th- Papers Please is one of those games where I've seen a lot of people play it, and I've seen there's this awesome video online where a group of people did like a live action. Yeah, it was like a short Papers film. Please, it yeah. was like it was like a legitimate short film. It was really well done, and 
Uh, I think let I I want to say we'll put it in the description. Yeah, yeah. Or, I'll, or, I'll I'll try to remember to get a link for it because I remember watching it with you and it was really really good. It was really good and and, and props to to the people who put that put that together um, because it it was it was not even knowing much about the game other than just watching other people play it. It was really kind of cool to see some of those things. You know, it's a lot of the game is things are happening to you and you have to make decisions because so one of the times that I, I failed was there's this, you know, essentially my boss's or my boss, the guy who's in charge of the whole checkpoint and making sure everything's coming down. He, he essentially says, Hey, my friend, um, I, I can't remember what her name was, but my friend is coming through and, uh, you have to, you know, you just let her through. I don't want to hear any problems. I don't want to hear anything like that. So later on, that didn't happen that day for me. For me, it was like a week later. And I didn't even think about it because at that point it had completely left my memory. I'm like, I'm just going through because things change at a certain point. They're like, so So at the very beginning of the game, well, I'll kind of fast forward to that in a second. I, I'm definitely... I feel like I'm going to jump around a lot. So if I start to do that, Andrew, really just get me back. I mean, that's fair, but honestly, it is given all the different branches and the fact that we probably even ran into completely different branches altogether. There's going to be a lot of that. I don't know if we can avoid it, really. Well, I just mean like if I go off on a tangent or something anyway. Um, So so, so going back to to, to when I first had lost is like five days later, he he had been like th- th- this person shows up in my queue and she goes hey you know blah 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 dimitri yada 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 have you seen him is he how's he doing and i'm like yo your diplomatic stuff is not right denied and i sent her packing and she's like uh dimitri's going to hear about this and i immediately went oh oh no mistakes were made i guess he's gonna be mad about that anyway just keep going and so i'm going down that path and uh very next day turns out dimitri's not happy and guess who was arrested and whose family was taken away for this mine which really ticks me off because I also got a citation for letting her through. So basically what he's saying is you have to accept a citation or you're just screwed. So, yeah, let's talk about the citations briefly. This is going to come back to something that we kind of were touching on a little bit in our FTL episode. Um, But just basically the part where you just have to accept that it's a game, like we talked about with the plot of FTL, where, you know, a lot of it was just there to give like a paper thin excuse to play the game that they gave you. And papers, please, the citation system is absolutely that. Because, you know, certainly in the real world, at any border checkpoint anywhere in the world, it's not like there is a machine that immediately knows that you did something wrong. Yeah, it's like if they have a thing where it's just like, oh, this person was let through, um immediate citation, you screwed up their picture or whatever. I'm like, well, why isn't this other person just checking them then? Right, yeah, like, They're why clearly th- better at their job than I am. Why doesn't the machine just do everything? But, yes, I mean, it's there for 
I understand because it would be difficult for the game to work without it, but it is absolutely one of those things that you have to basically say, this is obviously wrong. We just need to ignore it and just accept that this is the way it is. The way I look at it and the way that it made the most sense to me was that later on in your career as a whatever, because sometimes when you let people through and they have contraband or whatever, there's it has immediate consequences. I let somebody through that that had a bomb at one point um, on accident. And because I just, I, I, it's one of those things where when you're checking everything, you, you build up routine and then I do something out of order and I'm like, Oh, I definitely check that. Mm -hmm. So just, you know, accept and let them through. And they immediately like blew up somebody. And so not only was my day cut short, but then I also had a citation because of it. Now, every single day you can get two citations and uh, before it'll start actually penalizing you. you well, I mean, every time you get a citation, you don't get paid for that person. But yeah, af after the third one, it actually starts taking money away from you. Yeah. Because uh, you, you basically lose a person's worth of set because you get paid by the person you get through. Or deny. Right. Every person that you successfully process one way or the other. Yeah. Except it if you detain them. You don't get paid for a detainee unless you work out your deal with what's-his-face. Right. So so all of these systems are there for to set the mood, and it's hard. Like, on the one hand, yeah, a lot of this stuff clearly doesn't work the way it should, but it, but it, it, it's all necessary to convey the feeling, and I think the feeling is the most important part of what Papers, Please is trying to do. Did I end my, my reasoning? Oh, um, I don't know. Maybe not. If you have, I don't think right. so. No. So what I was saying is the way it makes sense to me is it's, you know, this person, sometimes it has an immediate consequence of you, but my thought process is that down the line, because if we're looking at it, you know, in the real world, what would happen is I could let somebody through and that person could, you know, commit some crime or whatever they you know robbed a liquor store or something i don't know something dumb and then they're like well this person had bad papers who let them through who let them get here and there would be a record of yeah they came through my checkpoint and essentially from a game standpoint it's just telling you immediately yeah this is your fault but the guy who comes and mentions that cite that your citations has happened really only comes three times throughout the throughout the the 30 days yeah he comes every 10 days and he basically like if you don't meet a certain threshold i believe you can get fired but generally he's just like yeah i, I usually always fell in the middle where he was like i don't know maybe this lottery was a bad idea but you know try to do better next time yeah i i get suffus sufficient sufficient yeah except it's it's not it, there is no t it's just sufficient sufficiency Maybe. I don't know. But, but um, so one thing I do want to say, uh, I'd like to give a, a shout out here before we go too much further in um, for a mutual friend of ours uh, named Zach, who is spends a lot of time. Uh, I believe he minored in his or not minored, but his uh, undergraduate was in history and is just you know, generally still a student of history. And I actually spoke with him about uh, Papers, Please and wanted to try to make sure I was doing as well as I could to be accurate in like going into this episode to talk about like what 
does and doesn't work in terms of, you know, comparing it to the real world, like Cold War analogy it was clearly going for. So if I mess something up, that's on me, not on him. I'm sure he was right on everything and I just screwed it up. <laughs> uh, but it, you can follow him on Twitter at uh, Semperfy T-Rex. And obviously I'll include that in the episode as well. But I wanted to make sure to give him a shout out for his contributions to this episode. Well, from your side. Yes. <laughs> I have... I did not talk to anybody, so uh, this will be a real fun fun trip for me. So, Papers, Please, like I've mentioned a couple times, really lives or dies by the feeling it's trying to invoke, and that feeling is basically everyone is desperate all the time. You are obviously desperate, and the game does that in virtue of, you know, immediately penalizing your bottom line and your ability to survive every time you make a mistake, and, you know... Which then pushes you to push people through there as fast as possible, which then leads to more mistakes. Um, obviously, your family is desperate because you're the only one with a job and you have to pay rent and food and everything else. And your family will get sick or, oh, it's your son's birthday coming up and you need to get him a present or, you know, feel terrible about the fact that you couldn't get your son crayons. <laughs> Those crayons were $25. Look, man, times are tough. <laughs> apparently when you got to spend 25 bucks on crayons i mean you know that lines up it, it, that was a hard time the 80s in the you know soviet bloc was not a good time it, that was right when the soviet union was starting to collapse and stuff but were they charging 25 dollars for some colored chalk like i don't know about that but i mean really high prices yeah that's I mean, ridiculous costs like 20 dollars a day i think it's five dollars per person yeah so if you, you know, if somebody dies or you adopt your niece later in the game, it's an extra, it's $5 a person. So, you know, the, the game, you pretty much always feel like you're living on the edge unless you really get the system going and can process people really fast or are willing to take chances or whatever. And then, again, that almost has to be necessary because otherwise, how do you, like, that's how the game pushes you into these hard choices that the game is really about both because you're desperate, and so when somebody comes up to you and offers to pay you more than you would make for turning them away to let them in, are you going to do your job correctly, or are you going to take the money because you really could use that money? I don't know about you, but by the end of the game, it was like a free-for-all spending for spending spree for me. Yeah, I mean, if you do well at it, especially on some of the paths, yeah, you can get to a comfortable life. I think by day 26, I had 500 bucks. Saved up. Yeah. And that's doing the non-Ezik order stuff. Yeah, which we'll get into the Ezik order a little bit, but especially in the beginning when you have nothing, um, it really pushes you hard, which that winds up working out not too bad because since the rules for who's allowed to get in and the checks you have to make get more complicated as the day as the days progress. In the beginning, having you be a little bit more strapped and really having to process people doesn't work out as badly. The only problem I have is I think that even in the beginning of the game, I feel like in late game, you actually have more time than what you did before. Because even when I go back and I play the game, because I went back and restarted after I had beaten it because I wanted to try to get fired. I, every single day, minimum was doing negative $10 with the citations. So every single day I was processing up to, I was incorrectly processing at least four people. And 
Yeah, at that point, it was a real struggle. I had a lot of difficulty, especially doing that. Doing the main game and just following the rules and and just, you know, trying to do as best as possible. I have to say, for me, I don't know if I was just good at it, but it really didn't feel like much of a struggle at all. Um, There was part of the thing is I also knew some things that I, I probably shouldn't have going into it. So there's an event where a husband and wife are both trying to get in. The husband has no issues at all um, with his stuff. So you can just let him process immediately. However, the wife doesn't have any of the papers that she needs. All she really has is a passport. I know from watching other people play and I know from, you know, other, you know, I think it's one of the events in the short film too. in, in the short film is if you let the wife through, she's, she does a There's a terrorist attack. Um, and so immediately when that happened, I just knew, nope, don't let her through. If I had been playing the game and I didn't know that, I don't know. I feel like I would have been like, it's worth a citation. It's just, it's not that big of a deal. It's I'm allowed to have two of them a day. I would, that would definitely strike at the feels for me. Yeah. And the game pulls that a lot. Um, I mean, not that scenario specifically, but there are a lot of cases where both there are people who genuinely are sympathetic that it works out for you other than the citation you get to let them through. And then there are people like that who are clearly just giving you a sob story with the intent to do harm that, but you, I mean, unless you already know what's going to happen, you don't know which one it's going to be until you make your decision. Exactly. And that's, that's the thing. Like, so later on, and that and that's mostly what what I'm bringing to the table here is just all the experiences that I had playing the game. Like there's there's a guy who wants you or, or or there's there's a couple girls who come through. Um there's at least one of them who says, "Hey, my friends and I, we were hired by this guy, but we really don't trust him at all. If you could just give us a little bit of time and deny him, um that would be great." I was like, yeah, immediately. He came up and I'm like, denied. I'm like, sweet dude, see you later. And he's like, what? Whoa. Because he's he's in the middle of his whole conversation. Like, hey, I'm a super cool guy. Come check out my my club or whatever. You know, I got all these girls and you're going to have a great time and blah, blah, blah. I just went denied. And he's like, yeah, yo, what? Why? I don't know. What the, what the hell? Yeah. And he gets all upset, and then he leaves, and then it just goes citation, entrant was cleared. And I'm like, no, dude, no. Screw you. I I actually let that guy through in one of my other runs. Um, the newspaper article the next day is that he murdered those girls in the club the next morning. Oh, it's great decision on my part. Right. But, like, that's just an example of it. Like, But, yeah, the if you're just following the rules, the correct answer is to let him through, but then you essentially are indirectly responsible for these murders that happen. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, 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 screw you. These girls don't feel safe. I like them more than you done. I have no information as to why I like them more. I just, you know, I don't know, but that's just it. All of these decisions you make, you have extremely minimal information. And I think that's a very realistic part of the game where, you you won't know the outcome of 99% of the people that you let through that you have to make these decisions on. It's just a matter of how your personal morality and whether or not you believe them or feel sympathetic. 
Yeah, there is there is this lady who wanted to come see her son. She didn't have everything, and I was like, I had already had a bad day. Like she was near the end, and I'm like, I no, I'm sorry. And what it kind of makes me feel even worse because it's like the only reason I said no is because I had just had a rough day and made a lot of mistakes. Otherwise, I probably would have been like, yeah, sure, go for it. Definitely. I just didn't want to lose the 10 bucks. Yeah, and that's what and that's what I mean about like the game trying to keep you at desperation because you're fighting your own morals because morally it's like, yeah, I would love to let this person in. This woman, you know, I believe her and I think she should go see her son. And and then but you you need to eat and you got to take care of your own family. And it's like, you know, I'm going to get a bunch of sites. I, I, that's just another citation that I'm going to get today. Mm-hmm. And it's just another citation that I'm going to have on my record. And it's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, I would totally love to. But it's like, I, I just I don't know. I just can't do it. I had a bad I had a really bad day. And there was one time. It, it, the, the game is just full of all these little decisions you can make. And um, at one point, this this lady comes up and she gives you this love letter basically saying, hey, you're hot. I like you. And I'm like, that's cool. You don't have your stuff. Bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, so then I just and, she, and then she's like, well, wait, what about the note? And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Get, you're out of yeah, here. Like- I'm married, lady. I don't know what you want from yeah, me. Like, uh, sorry, no, I, I do not care. And so, I, I kind of kept that note sitting there. And, and later on, this dude comes up, and he's, he's like talking about how depressed he is, and he's talking about how like upset he is, and you know, he's just having a rough day. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that sucks. And this was right after the whole Dimitri thing. This was literally the same day. So I screwed that up and I was like, oh, uh, well, I'm going to have to get a citation for Dimitri. So I'm definitely not going to let her in. When I went back, because I went back to the save before then, before I screwed up the whole Dimitri thing and didn't let his friend through, I remembered, I'm like, I got that love letter. I'm going to give it to that dude and see what happens. So she gives me the love letter and I still don't let her through. <laughs> I still deny her. Um, I let Dimitri's friend in, and then I give it to him, and he gives me one of those token things. It, he's like, oh, man, this is awesome. Thank you. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever said these things to me. Like, wow, thanks. And it's like, I just made that guy's day. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. I, I it's just it feels so good because you're like and then you get one of those super you know special tokens or whatnot and um it's just it makes you feel it's like oh man you know I helped that guy he was he was I don't he was having a bad day he was depressed he was down and it's like that's what I want in real life in real life if especially with this podcast if the only thing I ever do is lift one person up. I'll be happy. Yeah. If I can just help one person feel like they matter or feel, you know, special or like they connect with me in some way, I'm happy because that's what, to me, it just, I, I, I have an overwhelming satisfaction of just like helping people. And 
you know, I, I, I wish I had more money to, to donate to charity and I wish I had more money to, to, to help people out. And, you know, I, I work harder and everything like that to, to try and put myself in a position where I can actually help people because that's what I really care about. And when a little, when a game that takes an hour to play can make me feel like I had an impact on just this digital person's life. It just makes me feel good because I'm like, oh man. And just like, it's it's that same feeling I would have got by letting that wife through until the immediate existential dread of, I just got a bunch of people killed. Yeah. And and really like, again, going back to what it's about or whatever, it's, it, it's really about those little moments of humanity we show for each other when everybody's just caught up in this giant system that's beyond anybody else's control. Because once that person passes through the checkpoint, you may never have any idea what happens to them. Most occasionally you'll get repeat people, but most of the time that that's it. That's the only interaction you will ever have with this person. But in that moment, you did what little you could for them. Exactly. And it's like, People would come up and they they would plead with me all the time. And it's like, even when I had a bunch of money, I'm like, I don't know what's going to come up. I don't know. I eventually, like Jory, for example. Yes. Let's talk about Georgie. I love Georgie. Every Georgie is my favorite. And when I did my second run through, I just, I stamped the clearly crayon um, passport. At first, when when I was doing my first run through, I did it until you get to the point where his papers are all good and you can just let him through. Uh, except I did screw it up once because I I was like, oh, Jory, sweet. I can get a deny in right now. Boom, deny. And then it comes up and it's like, dur, 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 which is so much dread when you hit next. And, yeah, and then you you hear that sound, and, you're and like, then you just uh, wait. And then when you hear that sound, it's like, no, what could I possibly invalid gender? I swear I looked at that. Yeah, exactly. It's like what? It's like I swear I looked at that, and because I am recording some of my sessions, there was one where I was like, I know I looked at it. I know I specifically double checked it. I know that I saw it. I went back to the video, and I'm like, it's right there. I didn't click on it. What are you doing? That's your routine, Chris. <laughs> Why? How could you have messed that up? You idiot. What are you doing? Because when they, sometimes I can tell when it's very clear that like they're off, but you know, when you get that soccer poster, I hung it up just because it's like, you know, yeah, cool. It's just, sure. it's like this little thing that no, no, I hang up gets. all the little random stuff. It's just fun. I denied that guy, but took his poster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is one of the return people because he comes back through and later talks about how his coach was really mad at him for giving you that poster. And then he was like, well, there's a big tear in the poster. And I'm like, whatever, except leave. Just get, get out of here. Here's your poster back. I'm like, here's your poster. He's like, well, there's a tear. I'm like, do you want me to detain you again? <laughs> I have the button. Like, buddy. I will detain you. I do not think you understand. As soon as that guy came up and was like, I'll give you some money if you detain people. For every two people, you get five bucks. I detained every single person 
that I could. All of all of a sudden, it's a police state up in here. Just bam, bam, bam. <laughs> and there are so many people where I'm like, detain. And it's like, just give me the passport back and stamp no. And I'm like, I don't know. I literally don't know what to tell you. I'm going to get money for this. I'm sorry. Detain, 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 detain. <laughs> I had, I think, 42 citations at the end of the game total. I had 40 detains. <laughs> I, uh... The way I actually set rules for myself as soon as that became available of um, I, I would if they were just missing a document or something was expired, I would just stamp them and go. But if there was anything else like more severe wrong, I was immediately like, nope, nope. If they if they were just missing a document, the detain option wouldn't even come up or I would have detained them. <laughs> I would have. I definitely would have because I'm like, I get money for detains. I mean, I know I get money for just a stamp and go, but it's like, on the one hand, I also want to help that other right, guy. Right, yeah, you're helping the guard, too. That's what it comes back to. Like, It's like, I'm helping both people. So when I had the detain option, he's like, I get a bonus and I'll help you out. I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, done. You know, I I may take a little... I'm getting a little less money for that, but I'm helping this dude. And and yeah, and that's it. It's the, the whole thing I was talking about being desperate... That doesn't just apply to you. Everybody in this society is desperate. So those little bits of those little things you can do for other people, you know, that could theoretically make or break someone's entire life. And that's the thing. Like he had he said that, hey, and the next night after or the every other night when you detain somebody, I'll come up and I'll give you your detain bonus or whatnot. He the first night he actually doesn't. Yeah, he, he only gives, gives you, you five bucks, and I detained six people. And yeah. I'm like, whoa, dude, where's the rest of the money? So it kind of lays out this, are That's you exactly going to trust said. this guy? Or yeah. And so eventually after that, yeah, I got to the point where I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to detain. Especially because a lot of times, for me, especially when you had to start stamping the reason, it was faster to just detain them. Because what I would do is I would detain... And then I would immediately open it up, even though they're still standing right there, yeah. looking at me in the eyes. And then I would just go, next. Yeah, as soon as they would leave. While the person was leaving, another person was walking in. And I'm like, that's got to be real awkward, especially when it's like a murderer. Because when murderers would show up, I'd just be like, detain. And then immediately be like, next, next, next. Come on, next, 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 next. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. I also I also like the random ones occasionally who refuse to leave and then you actually can see the guard come in and like butt smack them in the head with the rifle. Well, I don't know if I like that. Well, I mean was it- <laughs> I like <laughs> I totally like it when the guard comes in and like beads them I over like the that head. detail though of the people who are just like, no, I refuse to leave. Yeah, unfortunately, you don't have a choice when when you're dealing with Arstotska. Yeah. Like you're you're gonna go now. You're going to leave. I'm like, listen, I have a job to do. I'm sorry you just got a bad headache, but like this next person may be good or maybe bad. I had one run. And the thing is, I don't think I recorded this one, which sucks. Every single person was a deny or a detain in one day. It wasn't until the very end of the day when someone, one person finally had everything they needed. And all day, that was a citationless day because every single person, 
And it just got to the point where it's like, I know that something's wrong. And when I got to the one person that didn't, it got to the end of the day because I'm like, there has to be something wrong. Everyone was a denier or a detain. Everyone. Let's go back to Georgie, though, because Georgie is, I I really wanted to talk about him. Part of why Georgie is the best is, A, unlike everybody else, I mean, well, one thing, he shows up more than anybody else because he comes like six or seven times through the course of the game. Oh, yeah. Um, And each time he gets progressively better. But, like, the thing about Georgie is he never gets mad at you, for one thing. He is so positive. He's never upset. And even when he probably should be upset, when he's like, listen, you know, the cops know me by now. This sucks. They're going to have another good payday, but... What can I do? You do good work here. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, I under, basically how he always treats it is, this sucks for me, but you're just doing your job and I understand. I spent the entire, and then he's like, you know, I'd rather sell drugs. You have your job. I have mine. Yeah. Because, I mean, the thing about George is, you know what he's up to, but when he finds, like, that he's trying to do illegal things, but you can't help but root for him. By the time you actually get to let him through because he's got everything, you're like, at least for me, it's like, good job, dude. And I'm happy for and you. And that day, the day that you let him through, he's like, listen, take my passport because things are, because by the time you can let him through, it's basically end game. Yeah. You have, I think, four days left to decide whether you're going to stay or bolt. Yeah. He, and you need uh, your passports get, con- uh, some of your passports, I believe, get confiscated. In, all of your passports get confiscated. All of them. Your families and yours, everyone is confiscated. So if you're going to leave and you're going to take your family, you have to get five. If you have your niece at this point, you have to get five actual passports, including one after the one that that Georgie gives you. Because Georgie actually, even after all of the denies, even after everything that you've that you've put him through, which is, you know, having him waste his money. Cause at a certain point he's even like, I don't even know if it's worth it anymore. Yeah. And he's like, I can't get through. And I mean, he openly talks about like in, in the middle when his stuff has his documents are getting better. Cause basically each time he shows up, he's doing a better job at forging things, mm-hmm. but he, he will openly tell you that these are all forgeries. And like, I spent money on this to get this fake idea or whatever. Like he, he's openly willing to admit what he's doing here because it's just part of the system. Yeah. And he's just like, listen, you, you know me at this point, like you, you get it. And when it gets to the end, when you finally let him in, he still helps you. Yeah. He goes out of his way to help you. He gives you the information to go get confiscated IDs. All you need is a family photo with everyone's picture and you need a confiscated legitimate passport. And so in this case, he just gives you his legit passport and um, goes about his business. He's like, I don't need it. I can get another one. I had huge score thanks to you. And he's finally, it's just like this, this, this game full of like only a couple few bright moments here and there. Georgie the whole time, even though he's, you know, considered a, a bad guy because of what he's actually doing it's a great example of the fact that the the person in the entire game who is the nicest to you is the guy who is very clearly a criminal and open like 
and he's openly talking about the criminal things he's going to do. Like it, the drug dealer, he's, he is the person who treats you the best out of everybody. And it's impossible not to love him. I mean, like he, like I said, when you finally punch him through, it's like, I was like, good for you, dude. Like I was happy to finally be able to stamp his passport, his passport with approval. Which is why when I fought, when I replayed the game, I was just like, he comes by the first, first, first time he comes through, he has no passport at all. Yeah. He has no documentation. And at that point, there's no option for like a denial slip because later on in the game, as you progress through the game, and, and I guess now is a good time to do that. First thing is, first day is only Arstotska. No, nobody can get through Arstotska at all unless you're a citizen. It's deny everyone. So if anyone comes up, it's just deny. And even Arstotskan citizens, you don't have to look at their papers. You don't have to look at nothing. It's just, if it's not expired and there are Arstotskan, let them through. Yeah. And then, yeah, as especially as these events happen, like, you know, the, the the days when there's a terrorist attack or whatever, or, you know, you read the newspaper and there's some like, oh, tensions heating up between countries or whatever, you'll get an update and the rules will be different. And it just gets like, it just stacks more and more things on that you have to remember. And it, and it's like, you know, the rest of the world is, is giving our Stotska grief. So then next time you can let more people through. Yeah. And then they'll back it off a little bit because it's like, because the international community is putting pressure on them for being ridiculous because- I mean, they are, but at one point, I think it's Impor. You have to search ever. No, it's Kalechia. Every single Kalechian that comes through, you must search. And then the very next day, you see on the newspaper like Kalechian government super mad. And now it's like you let them through, and there's a diplomat coming in and make sure they get through. And um, yeah, it's just like the the paperwork gets more complicated. Now I have to say when. Near the end of the game, they combine two different documents, an ID supplement and a entry ticket. Well, not entry ticket, entry permit into one just called the access permit. I hated that. I made so many mistakes because my system up to that point was... I looked at the ID supplement last. I validated their passport. I validated... The other thing that I would do is... I don't know if you knew this, you can accept a person's passport and if it turns out they're bad, you can deny them and they are, they are gone. Yeah. It just takes whichever stamp is the last one. Like the one on top. No. Oh, really? No. Cause if you deny them at all, if there's denial at all, you could hit accept 30 times and it will never, they will always leave. Oh, interesting. So if you hit deny even once. So what I would do is as soon as I would, when the wanted criminals come up, I set them right next to where the thing would open. And when, then I would just move their passport immediately over to under the accept. I would hit tab once I had that ability, accept them and then tab out. And then I would check everything. Then I would check the ID supplement. And if anything in there looked off, then I would be like, you know, if I needed to deny them, then I would take the extra step. If, but I would just accept everyone right away and only deny them just because it's like, at that point, I've moved everyone's papers around. I've, their passport could be up here and their ID supplements here. And this thing is here um, because I always wanted to make sure that the rule book was, was visible. Yeah. So 
it was one of those things where after I accepted them, if they're good, then I don't have to worry about their passport again. I don't have to worry about it at all. And then I could just go and just give them everything. The one that always got me of all the documents, the one that consistently gave me the most problems was that ID supplement just because like I would just glaze over and forget to look at like the height or the weight or whatever. And then that would be what burned me more often than not. I would always double check the height no matter what. I would physically check the height like using the discrepancy tool. Yeah, me too. I got to that point too, because there are definitely times where I'm like, that doesn't look right, but the game says it was. And the description where it's like, sometimes it's like bobbed hair, but the person clearly had straight hair. And I'm like, dude, and it's like uh, matching data. I'm like, what? But yeah, that that additional data sense. where it describes it, that was the one thing more than anything else. But then randomly uh, near the end game where they suddenly add a bunch of new seals that are valid on documents. Did that? Did you get that one? Yes, but what I did is I had um, I had a cheat sheet up on my second screen <laughs> all the time. I didn't do that. I cannot tell you how many times I was burned by um, forged document. Mm-hmm. I was burned by that a lot. Talking about like the parts that are realistic, that part actually is probably the most like real true to life part of it like especially the part where oh well this document no longer is relevant even though it was valid yesterday now you need this completely separate thing that you had no way of knowing you needed and like that that sort of arbitrary like paperwork and bureaucracy that is very true to the experience in like eastern europe at that time when this when those tensions were really high and the various like soviet states were starting to collapse and stuff now, I, I wouldn't, I disagree with you only on the standpoint that it's not the most. The most realistic to me is the human element. Oh, I, I just meant in terms of like the way the game presents a mechanism versus how it actually went, as opposed to like, obviously the citations aren't real. Or like- and But by that, I mean the human element of the most frustrating aspect of the game, in my opinion, is what the person tells you. And what the person gives you. Because so many times, the most unbelievably frustrating thing is a person comes in and they don't have their passport. And I'm like, yo, you don't have a passport. Immediate. Oh, yeah, here it is. Are you kidding me? You're telling me. You, all of you know how strict these checkpoints are supposed to be, and you're going to come up to me and not just offer up all your information. Like some of the supplemental things I can kind of understand that somebody could forget that, but your passport, like, (laughs) come on now. The other thing is description of what they're doing. I have one person come in and say, oh yeah, I'm visiting and I'll be here about a year. I'm like, whoa, what? And then they have a work pass with them. And I'm like, what? So then you have to go and and do that. I would, of those 42 citations, at least 10 of them, at least were, that person just didn't say the right thing. And what really, really frustrates me about that is the fact that every single time you call them on it, every time, Not one time have I called a person on that and they not just been like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I just said I'm just visiting. I've 
I had a couple where they stuck by the wrong answer, but it's it's very rare. That never ever happened to me. And that's why I'm and, and that's the only reason why I'm saying that is the most realistic aspect of the game. Because yeah, the bureaucracy 100%. A, a, I don't know necessarily about that time, but I can tell you about real world 100%. Things change constantly. Like everyone in America, their IDs are changing. Yeah, we're going through a thing right now where you have to get new a whole new type of ID to be able to do certain kinds of travel now, yeah. And and it's obviously not to the extremes of this game where um it, it it's definitely not. And 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 it, and I know that you had said that you had talked with with Zach and everything about how how realistic that actually was. And that's awesome that it, it kind of seems like they really nailed that of at any given point, something could change. Yeah. And, and yeah, I think what makes it different now is more along the lines of, you know, things like overlap periods, whereas all of a sudden it's just literally, yeah, that thing we said you needed yesterday just is worthless now. But what I, what I will say though, which was very frustrating is when they moved over to like enter, or when they suddenly said you have to have an entry permit instead of an entry ticket. I had so many people come in that said they had an entry permit before the document even existed. And they're like, oh, well, I have to look and say that it's expired. How could a document expire before the date that it actually existed? And I know that that's probably one of those elements of, well, that's just a forgery and they got the date wrong or something. Yeah. But... But no, you're right. I get what you're saying. How is that? How is that possible that the document existed before? And one of those um, video game parts of it is, I don't know about you, but that every, I don't know how much you noticed, but every time a rule changed, like the very first person would violate that rule specifically to like, just to show you what you're looking for. Sometimes it wasn't a violation. The first entry per, or no, 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 not the first entry permit. The first certificate of vaccine that I had was valid. The it's always the first person that shows up always has whatever that new thing is and it's either invalid or not. But it's like a quick training on here's this new thing so you can look at it. Yeah. The very first person has that because the very first person for the vaccine for me was actually an accept. In your defense, every single one of them was before was a deny for me. Mm -hmm. And I, as soon as I picked it up, I almost immediately went to deny, but then I was like, ah, just follow my normal. I hit accept. And then I went through and I'm like, I double checked it a couple of times. Cause I'm like, this is good. This has am never not, happened before. <laughs> I, I, I kept checking it. Cause I'm like, am I not doing this right? It's been bad every single time. And I thought I had made a mistake. And then when I let him through and it didn't do the, and I'm, I didn't have an existential crisis immediately. That I was like, oh, wait a I minute. I thought these were a deny every time. Yeah. Just like you did. So for me, it was just like, I must have had just a rare case where it's like, no, this is the one. I think I only had, I only, once they did their certificates, I only ever denied two. And it wasn't because of, one was because of their date. And the other one was because they didn't actually have the polio vaccine. Yeah. Um. So... Let's talk about some of those different paths because I don't like how many times did you actually like how many endings did you actually get getting right when you were playing for this? I think I got five. Okay, uh, I had a few, but I I got 
I got three in the course of my run, two of which went all the way to the end, and then one that was cut short. Uh, Multiples of mine were cut short. One of them was because I had a massive headache and I felt really sick. Yeah. Because it was right before I had surgery. I don't know if we talked about this last time. I don't think we did. I, I had nasal surgery, so I don't know if I sound any different at this point, but I'm two weeks in, so I'm almost fully recovered. Uh, so but, if so if anybody's like, man, Chris sounds really different, now you know why. Yeah, <laughs> which is going to be really awkward for that last session. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I sounded any different. I, I'll know when I start really listening to the... Um, to the playbacks, but what were we saying? Uh, the endings. Oh yeah. The first ending I got was, I had 14 citations in the first, like up to the first days. Yeah. And I had screwed up so many times that I was put in jail because I didn't have enough money. I had negative $5 and they carted me off to jail. Oh, that was before I knew that I could stagger food and cold because food, you just have to take a hit. Yeah. Food, you're always going to take a hit because if, if you go one day without food, your son is going to get sick the next day, guaranteed no matter what. Yeah. So every single time that that would come up, I basically just saved $15 every other day um, because then I just give them food and medicine but I would save 15 bucks. So it's like, sorry, my kid was sick all the time. Half for 15 of the 31 days. <laughs> um, and then you can keep cold off for, I think, up. T- I only did it for up to two days. Sometimes everybody got sick if it was food and cold on the same days. Yeah. But that was very rare for me. Most of the time it just worked out where I was basically saving 15 bucks every couple of days. It was before I knew that I could do that, and it was when I had literally just picked it up. Even though I had watched other people play and I had some of the strategies from that, I immediately got put in jail because I didn't have any money. (laughs) Then, like I said, the whole Dimitri thing, um, that got me. There was another one, which we can talk about the Isaac order immediately after this. That's what I was about to say, yeah, because my ending's... Involve that too. But I, there's a guy, um, probably like, I don't know, five, maybe a week after the Isaac order first starts showing up. There's this super intense looking dude who doesn't even walk up to your booth. He's there at the beginning of the day. The guy in red? He was in blue for me. Oh, he was in red for me. Yeah, he was in blue for me. I don't know. Maybe it was just a version difference of the game. I mean, we might be talking about a different event, or it might just be a random color. Well, no, he shows up guaranteed every single time. He's the he's the, the contact. You mean? No, not the contact. No, the the easy guy is blue. Yeah, I'm talking about the inspector. Oh, not oh. Dram- not Dimitri. The okay, inspector. Yeah. Sorry, I was talking about a completely different thing. Then, yeah, the inspector. Isaac has to show up during, which was another thing that really ticked me off because every single time they're like wasting all of my time when I wasn't doing Isaac, and I'm like, okay, open the thing. Okay, give it back. I don't care. Just move on. <laughs> Please get out of my booth. <laughs> when he showed up. I gave him the Isaac card saying, oh, yeah, I've totally seen him. Boom. I gave him everything back, and then I gave him that, and he's like, interesting. 
in my terrible accent. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like I'm helping you. No. no, you don't. You immediately get thrown in jail. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And yeah. it comes up and the achievement says for honor. And it's basically like you were too open. Yeah. Like what? I was literally doing nothing but complying. And I got thrown in jail. Complying too much is a legit. Again, another one of those things that's a legitimate problem from that era. And I was like, but I'm giving you everything you want. I'm yeah. showing you that I have seen them. Yep. Nope. That, uh, yeah, that's a that. immediate thrown in jail. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about the Isaac order then. So the Isaac order uh, shows up several times during the course of the game and they're like rebels against the oppressive government. I mean, I guess it sort of depends on like which of the mini paths you're going down, but they're generally implied to be, kind of the good guys in this scenario. Um, but it really, de- really depends on which, like how you help them and when, how they really come off, um, which I'll get into in a little bit. But so they frequently, like you get to do some, basically some spy stuff. And this is the area where the game probably gets the least realistic, not in the idea of um, them, like of there being these sorts of resistances, but certainly of the idea that they have like this level of capability and are able to do this many things this quickly and stuff is is certainly a stretch. But you know, whatever that they they're not going to be as organized. They're they're definitely not as organized as any real factions would have been at that time. Yeah. So, but they have a lot of things where they you basically get to play spy. Like oh, you know, um, there's like at first it's relatively minor requests like. Um, you know, here's decipher this secret note that will have the name of a person you should let through. Um, and it actually turns out to be multiple people with the same name. I had a man and a woman come through with the exact same name on different days that I, that both matched the name in the hit in the note. Really? Yeah. I don't know if that's because I accidentally rejected the first one because I was intending to uh, help Isaac in that particular run, and then I accidentally rejected the first one, and they show up. The, the contact shows up again the next day and is like, um, hey, you screwed up. <laughs> hey, uh, buddy, I don't know if you knew this, but like you made an oopsie. But the I, the, I think the most unrealistic thing of all of this is the idea that there's this random guy who could just walk up in the outfit of this group and no one stops him or anything. Yeah, he walks up and he looks just like anonymous. Yeah. And he's, like, got a little star emblem thing. Like, yeah, there's symbol on his eye. And, yeah, it's, like, all... Like, how did... In this secu- in this high-security state where you can get arrested for anything, nobody stops and questions this dude. There's just a dude who, like... I picture it as he's just standing in the in the thing with a hoodie. Yeah. And as soon as he walks in, he's like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Yo, 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 just, just one second. Papers, please. Papers, please. No, 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 just get, just, just give me, give me, papers, please. <laughs> no, 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 just get, just, and he's putting on, like, he's hastily putting on a mask, <laughs> and he's like, okay, 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 uh, make sure it's blue, did I grab the blue hoodie today? Great, yes, okay, mask on him. I am the easy quarter. <laughs> Dude, papers, like, here's the secret document. Like, look, you're you're literally holding up my payday, sir, I like, really need buddy, you. Buddy, I, I don't think you understand, and then they're like, yeah, but I'll give you a whole bunch of money if you help us out 
I'll give you a thousand dollars. And if you don't accept that, I'll give you two thousand. And like, you're going to be set for life, man. They're not even, they're never going to know. They don't, you know, have accountants. They immediately know. (laughs) Yeah. Cause that guy immediately comes up and he's like, we've noticed some issues. Uh, yeah, the day I accept, I accepted the bribe once, and it, yeah, that inspector guy is immediately standing there as soon as the day starts, and I was like, oh, I, I literally almost had a heart attack, because I was not ready for that. <laughs> hey, man, what's going on? You heard of these Ezek guys? No? Okay. And then, oh, turns out your neighbors turned you in, because all of a sudden you have money, and that's really weird. Weird how you have thousands of dollars. How'd that happen? And then you come back. You're not me. Yeah. And then the easy guy comes back and he's like, we realized that we may have made a mistake by giving you so much money. Yeah, thanks, dude. (laughs) Because it's like, what are you going to do? Just the thing is, I got almost 500 bucks by the end of the game. Maybe it's just because every single day I was doing food and water or I wasn't. I still was doing like the food and water thing. And it's just it's so interesting how these little branches in this game can occur. Yeah. But, and so then if you don't, at that point, if you take the money, you're basically locked into helping easy because otherwise you will get caught and thrown in jail. Oh yeah. Because they will determine that you are absolutely in contact with them because of this money you got. They confiscate all your money, but the day before easy shows up and it's like, our bad. <laughs> not only that, they will not only confiscate, like not, not just confiscate your money, but like, at the end of the game, it's not just you. Your actions, they, your entire family. They're like, listen, if you don't do this, you know, your family's going to jail with you. Yeah. If, if you mess up or you work with these people, your family's also going to take the hit. Yeah. Um, so then you basically have to help Isaac at least enough to get yourself out of the situation that you're in if you take the money. Or you're screwed. But then their requests start to become more and more putting you personally in more, in more and more danger. And, and that's where the game is like more, you know, well, are they really the good guys? You know, it's, is there even a good guy? Cause it doesn't, a lot of times it really isn't one. Yeah. Because whether you follow the Isaac order or not, they still come and they still ask you to do all this stuff. Like at one point they ask you to poison some guy's passport. Yeah. At another point, they ask you to shoot an informant. That, like, they give you the key to the actual gun instead of just the tranquil, trank. Yeah, and that's actually the guy in red I thought you were talking about. No, 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 no. No, I was talking about the the actual inspector. Like yeah, because yeah. I was going to say that was the one of the- scary guy. That was one of the endings I got where it was cut short because if you do that, you immediately get arrested if you if you help them in that spot. Oh, if you actually shoot the guy. Yeah, you, you it, the game immediately ends and you're arrested. And then you get a note in uh, your cell in the ending that says, we've taken your family uh, to somewhere. Like, they're, they're safe. Don't worry. And the, But then they go, but the person who replaced you at your job is being much less cooperative, so there's nothing else we can do for you. Sorry about your whole dying in jail thing. Well, oh, man. Yeah. The, the person who replaced you is not being cooperative, so sorry, man. Wow. Yeah. So that's the ending you get if you uh, if you actually shoot the person. So like if you help them, because you can straight up shoot other people. Like when you do the tranks, mm-hmm. when terrorists come out, another ending you can get is legit 
shooting anyone else with a Trank gun, it's like they throw you in jail. Yeah, a lot of the endings wind up with you in jail because, yeah. Or, or no, if you shoot anyone else, you're executed. Oh, wow. Yeah, if I remember correctly, when I was reading online, it said they execute you. Like, there's there's four secret endings, and all of them involve involve you dying. One of them is when a bomb gets dropped off. Oh, yeah, if you can't fix the bomb. If you can't fix the bomb, it I got explodes. that one. Yeah, I accidentally, I misunderstood it at first and blew up the bomb. <laughs> Because when it said in order, you just went right to left or left. I didn't right. catch the numbers, so yeah, I yeah, didn't, yeah. Which is another thing, like little events like that shows up. Like somebody brings a bomb, and the one guy is like, "Yeah, the, no. the guard, the guard that has been paying you to arrest people this whole time." It's like, no, 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 no. I need this day's work. I need to work today. No, I don't care about the bomb. Listen, I'll sell it, and I'll give you half the money for parts. Like. I have to work today. No, we cannot close down. Yeah, we're not we are not shutting down. I will not let you close down the checkpoint. So he's like, just disarm the bomb and boom. He's like, this bomb's crap. These guys suck. They don't even know what they're doing. It's just so funny because he's sitting there, there's a bomb in front of you, and he's like, Oh, these idiots, they don't even know what they're doing. These stupid morons. You call this a bomb? I cannot even believe this, that they would bring this amateur stuff to me. And then when you when you disarm it, He's like, see, easy. I'll sell this bomb. These morons, it's probably not even worth much. And I think you get, you, you get five bucks for I, it. I think you get a little bit more than that, but yeah, it's you not a lot. You get more than that, but that's for something. I got a detain bonus. Oh, maybe 10. that's what it was. That it just combines that it was just all of it in one line. For yeah. the bomb, I only got five because he slipped me a 10 and then he slipped me a five. And he was like, this is for the bomb. And it was five. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so it's not even worth anything. He's like, he's right. These idiots, they suck. I mean, the fact that a random guy with no training could disarm the bomb does show that it was not a good bomb. So what actually happens if you complete all the Ezek stuff and don't shoot that person? Uh, if you help them thoroughly, then they actually will have a successful revolution. Is there one? Did you ever do an ending where you actually did what Jory suggested? And Yes. I... The- the three endings I have gotten that go all the way is one is yeah I escape with with follow Georgie's advice and escape. Um, I've also had one where I just did my job the whole time and then I'll like it just ends with you congratulations you aren't fired and you survived. Well, that was the thing. That was the ending I got. the The final ending I got was. I just did my job the whole time and I had a bribes, a couple bribes here and there, but the inspector at the very end was like, we noticed some anomalies here and there, but you've done good work up to this point. So we'll see you January 1st. You and your family are fine and they return your passports to you and stuff. And so like, it basically is just like end of the game. You did your job. Yeah. And then that's how you unlock the uh, endless mode too. Yeah. Because then it gave me an endless number. It's like, here's endless, and it gives you, like, an unlock number. Yeah, a code. And when you put the code in, then you get access to the modes that just keep going until you screw up too many times. Which, oh. Because I wonder, like, where it would... You get to pick. Oh, you get to pick where it it puts you? It has options, like, like, you get to pick which... Like, where... How complicated the documents are. And then there's three different options, too. There's, um... Like one is just like you keep going until you can't pay your bills and like you just keep they, they, they keep getting more expensive, kind of like a 
like Reseteer. Oh, uh, there's okay. one where literally like the very first time you make a mistake, it immediately ends. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, there's three different levels of document you can pick like for beginning, middle and end game. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Because I messed around with that a little bit just to see what it was like. I, I didn't get a chance to mess with Endless, but don't get me wrong. I absolutely love this game and I'm going to play it more, but I had played it so much this week that by the end of the week, I'm just like, oh. I can't play this. It does. Anymore. It gets to you because it's it's kind of like it's depressing and mind numbing at the same time because like since you're doing these repetitive tasks constantly, like it's really easy for your brain to turn off and go on autopilot. But then as soon as you do that, it burns you on it. Yeah, because as soon as I overlook something, then I just feel this like unending like, come on. And what was more difficult for me is I was doing a run. I don't think it's actually possible for you to get fired. Um, because I was looking at what all the endings were and I was in the middle of trying to get fired when I looked that up because I'm like, I can't, I just can't anymore. I can't do it because I would go a run and I would try to get to the point where like, okay, I've made the four mistakes or whatever. And I've made this and it's like, I don't want to keep making mistakes because I, I know that if I keep making mistakes, I'm not going to keep going. Right. Because at this point, I have I only have like 50 bucks to my name. And if I keep doing too many mistakes, especially when that first terrorist attack hit me, I was down to $15. And I'm like, because I just didn't get money for that day. Yeah. Yeah. The days where something happens like that, even the ones where you stop it, like when you, when you use the tranquilizer gun and actually successfully stop the person, you get a small bonus for that. But the day is still over and you just do not get much money that day. The only good payday is when more than one person shows up. Because if you shoot both of them, you get a detainee bonus for both, and that's ten bucks a head. Yeah. Uh, which did, did you ever actually poison that one guy? By the no, way, no, I didn't. Yeah, you wind up killing a, a guard too. The guard because when he like he dies immediately when he leaves the gate and like passes out in blood, and then the guard that goes over to check on him also gets breeze in the poison and dies. Oh yeah, so you kill. It's not like the one name guard that you know. It's just one of the randoms. But still, yeah, you just straight up wind up killing a guard too. So to end on a happy note, my favorite part in this game, favorite part, everything else, even helping that guy, letting Elijah through, Sergio's girlfriend or oh. Sergio's wife. Okay, her yeah. name is Elijah. Okay, I, sure I, I, I guess I didn't remember the specific or Elise, Elise maybe. Okay, Elise, and it's an E, but letting her through. Was my favorite thing in the game. At a certain point, it's not end game, but it's like more than halfway through the yeah, game. Yeah, it's pretty far in. Uh, because eventually he actually gets reassigned and leaves. And it's right after you let her through. Or, or a couple days after. But over halfway through the game, Sergio comes up to you and he basically just says, Hey, um, I met this girl in another country. And she's going to be coming through here soon. He says today, but for me, she didn't actually come that day. She came a later day. I think it probably depends how many people you process. Yeah, I processed like 15 people no, that maybe day because I was I trying know. to push them. I was trying to push everybody through. Every single day, I think the, except for obviously attack days, the least I ever had processed, I think was 13. Oh, wow. That's better than I did. A lot of days I got like eight. I did... That's the thing, like, I either I was just getting lucky with denies or detains or whatever. I did a pretty decent job, and that's why I had so much money by the end I, I mean, of the game. I most, mean, most days I would get, like, at least 12, but there were definitely some days, and not even 
because of, you know, getting cut short or whatever, there were just some days where, for whatever reason, I would just not process very many people. And so that day she came, she didn't come through, but he gives you this locket, which has her picture. And luckily, a lot of times when there's an event where there's a specific person you need to talk to, usually they'll bring up. Mm -hmm. So like she was immediately like, hey, Sergio mentioned yada, yada, yada. So she comes up. She doesn't have anything she needs. This is like right after polio. And it's like, you're not let it, you're not supposed to let people in. And I saw her passport. I'm just like, accept, go. And she's, it immediately came up with the citation. Like, didn't have this, didn't have this, didn't have this possible smuggler. Blah, 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 blah. It's like all these things. I'm like, whatever. I don't care. And she goes through the checkpoint and she yells Sergio and I don't know if you did this or not, but he immediately runs over to her, like while I'm processing other people, because mm -hmm. I had actually had enough time to deny like two people. And I think I detained one more. While this touching moment is happening, I'm like, detained, detained, <laughs> denied, get out. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> like, I've done my... It's like, accept. And then this person immediately comes through and they're like, hey, what's up? You know, I'm meeting my son. I'm like, nah, bro. Denied. I don't know you. I don't owe you nothing. But Sergio runs to like the center of the screen and she, because he's green and she's... Um, right. She's represented just like all the other people are as, as just black... That's yeah, yeah. All the, all the like recurring characters that are you actually regularly interact with have a unique color. And so you see both of them run to each other and then they have an embrace and they talk, you know, little word bubbles come up about how they, you know, they're saying that they love each other and everything and that they're so happy. Mm -hmm. And then, um, then they both slowly walk back to his station. She walks down and he just goes back to work that day. Um, but then the next day he comes back and he's like, Hey, you know, can I, you know, can I, I thank you so much. I don't know how I can ever repay you. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll try and find a way. He's like, however, I'm being, I'm being shipped out somewhere else. So you won't see me again. He's like, would you mind giving me back the locket to which I'm like, yeah, what am I going to use this locket for? So I give him back the locket. Um, and, and then he's like, thank you. You know, I'm happy to finally, you know, I didn't like not having it before because, you know, he obviously it, it's pretty clear, especially after all this, that he loves this girl. Yeah, it's not like he was not telling you a sob story. He was clearly telling the truth. And and it's it's because I had such a trustful relationship with the guy through the whole game that I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm letting her through. I'm just letting her through. Yeah. And um, because I had seen people who didn't and I was like. Why? Why? <laughs> Come on! Sergio's your friend. He's been there with you this whole game. And so I, I I let her through. They have this embrace. And then, you know, I think it's a day later or something. Um, it, it mentions in the thing that uh Sergio's wife had sent you a gift and she instantly gives you like a hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah. So like big a big deal. I was just so happy because it was just just like that dude who I made his day, it's like I was Sergio who had been with me the whole game at this point, and we were kind of doing this whole bribe thing to one another. Wait. I would detain people. He would give me money. We were both getting kind of what we needed, 
And then I was finally able to like bring his wife into this country and just be like, just go, just go. You're good. It was just such the rest of the game. I didn't, I'm like done. I could end it right here and be so happy because it was just clear that both of them were not lying. And I just, I, uh, it was so touching. I loved it. I just loved it. I don't know if you let her through or not, but I, I don't think I did this time, but I know I have in previous games. Why wouldn't you ever let her in? To see what was different. The difference is Sergio, like, hates his life and wants to die. I know. I, I'm i not going to do that again. The difference but now is I, terrible. I know. The difference is betraying your friend. How yeah, could it's, you, it's, Andrew, in any run? It's it's those human moments, like you're saying. Like I that, don't want to see what happens to Sergio. That is what makes that game as effective as it is, is that moment of, you know... The, Again, those, those those small things you can do for people. Yeah. And with that... Well, that's going to do it for the one-shot discussion of Papers, Please. Uh, next time around, we have... Outer Wilds. Yeah. We're really excited about that one because that is goes up both of our alleys. Because I know Chris loves space games, and I really like some of the concepts they're messing around with. I'm so... I'm thrilled. I'm over the moon. I can't wait. I, to be honest, I've I've played it a little bit already, and I, oh, I love it. Yeah, it's just it really. I was one of those guys who day one bought No Man's Sky, and yeah, it sucks that there was issues, and it sucks that they didn't give you everything that they had promised. But I still loved it. I still loved it, and I still played it. And at this point, with uh, the numerous updates they've done to it. It's such an amazing game. They just dropped another one, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Beyond did be, Beyond, yeah, Beyond just, just came, came out? out. Oh, yes! Because Beyond is, like, huge. Uh, Beyond is, like, this is the way we had always hoped it would be the whole time. Like, this is them finally, at least as I've always understood it, is them finally saying, okay, this is what we really, like, what we really wanted No Man's Sky to be from the beginning. And there's actually, like, hardcore gen oneers out there too like people who bought it for the playstation and never updated because like things changed around with the algorithm and stuff and like just different things it's just a different experience yeah and i'm not gonna lie i've definitely done that because it really is just a different experience i i love exploration games i love them if it wasn't for the fact that they're not really andrew's bag We'd be playing nothing but survival exploration. I'm sure games. we'll have to at some point because he'll probably want to get revenge on me pay- making him play Dark Souls or something. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> uh, with that, uh, new episodes every Monday, and uh, I really just don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> I mean, I still hate Waka, but that doesn't really fit anymore. No. I'm sure we'll I love Georgie. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> don't don't do drugs. <laughs> Seriously. D- don't. I may like him, but he's not a good role model. Yeah. <laughs>